Hi everybody, welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. Uh, my name is Joe. And I'm Joe Free. Watching One Piece. We are. Watching One Piece. We are. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was worth it. We just uh, finished. Well, I just finished up Drum Island. I don't know if you're still on a bit of a backlog on the newer episodes. I actually have been um, rewatching some filler episodes uh, um, because the way One Piece kind of does things um, with its movies now, starting, I think, with Strong World. Um, there's like a, a section of filler episodes that sort of set up the movies. Um, and, and I recently purchased uh, Film Z, so I've been rewatching the episodes for that before I watched the movie. Oh. Um, and then I watched the movie. And then actually I'm going to see the new one that's coming to American theaters in January. So i got to watch those episodes as well. Ooh, nice. You should watch that and then know absolutely nothing and none of the characters. If there's a show in here, I might actually do that. Yeah, I think it's... It, it, it'd probably spoil on a couple people who join, but other than that... <laughs> I'm aware of at least what the newer crew members look like. Okay. <laughs> so it's not too bad of a spoiler cool. there. Alright, well let's, uh, let's talk about Drum Island. I was actually going to watch the sort of remake recap movie on the Drum Island arc. To refresh myself, but I never got a chance to. It's weird anyway, because there's, like, new crew members in it. But, huh. so yeah, initial initial reaction. Do you like Gem Island? It was, it was very good. All the characters are good. The bad guy. The, my only criticism, really, of this arc is that the only reason the bad guy is there is because they need a bad guy. He's never really threatening or anything. It's just more about everyone else, and the bad guy's just there to give them a reason to be in Drum Island. Yeah, and I mean, I think he does a decent job of being a bad guy. Yeah, he he's he he's more of like a he he does a job of like it's not like they set him up to be this big huge scary guy and he's nothing. He just he's just a bad dumb asshole who's there. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, I don't feel like I hate him just because he's an asshole. I feel like I hate him because he's a good villain. Um, yeah, as opposed to like Don Krieg, who's just sort of yeah there <laughs> all right. yeah all right i guess before we even get close to that um so <laughs> it opens up they left the giant island or little garden and yeah. nami gets sick yeah something uh, that i thought was interesting that they mentioned in the first one is i think uh vivi says that like the reason why, like thinks to herself like the reason why nami's such a good navigator is because she can like feel like weather with her body, because mm -hmm. Nami t mentioned something about that, and it's like that's it's it's kind of neat to have an explanation for that. It sounds a little goofy, but yeah, she has like this just this weird awareness of yeah. air pressure. <laughs> yeah, Nami gets sick, and they're not really sure why. And none of them are doctors, of course. Mm -hmm. Luffy just thinks that if he makes something, I thought was nice is that Luffy just thinks like he makes her laugh and smile and stuff, she'll feel better. That's all it is. Does it work? Which, unfortunately, no, it doesn't. That's sad. <laughs> it's 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 not neat that Luffy just like it, it's something that I think I kind of realized more in this like why Luffy's naivete is a lot nicer than how like other shown in tropes are with characters like with Naruto. He 
just comes across as like an immature brat. That mm-hmm. seems to be like how a lot of shonen characters are. And Luffy seems to be just more like goofy and carefree instead of it coming across as him just being dumb and young. Yeah, he seems to like, he gets it when he needs to. Yeah. Like, the fact that you can have the turnaround of, you know, some of the stupid stuff he does on Arlong Park, and also the, like, the scene where he puts the hat on Nami's head, it's like, there's a lot of nuance to this character. Yeah. Um, It's... And especially even some stuff that happens near the end of Gem Island, that's um, a a weird sort... And I'll I'll get to the scene in particular that I'm talking about, but this weird sort of Mm -hmm. balance of him being goofy and also just caring so much about people um yeah but uh that's like the last episode of the arc that i'm thinking of uh <laughs> so but, um, uh, in the uh while they're at sea though and nami's sick um they realize that it's snowing and very cold and there's a guy just floating in the ocean which is that goofy uh playing card looking dude <laughs> standing in there and oh, they run yeah. into uh his name is uh Wapole. Oh, they run into Wapole? Yeah, right away. Okay. It, it, and Wapole, like, I wrote down that he's very manly because he's eating meat off of a sword. Mm. Which that's, like, as character caricaturistic, if that's even a word, <laughs> of manliness as you can get. And then he just eats the fucking sword. Yeah, that's <laughs> a pretty good introduction to him, I think. Because um, yeah. it's like, okay, this guy's, like, a cool manly man. And then, okay, what? What? why is he? Okay. <laughs> and then slowly you figure out that he can just eat yeah. anything. Yeah, he reveals that he can that he ate the munch munch fruit and can just eat anything, no problem. What she shows by he just starts eating their boat. <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> and Luffy very quickly just dispatches him, sends him off flying, which. I didn't think he'd show up again. I thought it was just like a goofy guy that they'd have show- pop up and then yeah, it's kind of done with him forever. Weird how that works. Yeah, but uh, no, no, you just see quite a bit of him. Yeah, and then afterwards they land at the island and they're uh, not, they're greeted pretty poorly by uh, the people on Drum Island, okay. which the the episode ends with you just thinking that he's dead. Oh yeah, um, actually. Before then, I'm sort of just reading the recaps. Um, there's like a scene with Smoker. It's like minuscule, I think, where Smoker hears the call between Crocodile and Sanji. Oh, yeah. I thought I wrote something down about that, but I guess not. Yeah, I remember that. They have like a recording of that. Mr. They, they somehow like, it, yeah, they somehow intercepted the like, uh, the, the sna- transponder snail <laughs> The call. snail signal. Yeah. <laughs> Which, with how long it's looking like Alabaster showing up, I'm sure I'll see something like that. Yeah, is that just um, um to set up that Smoker's going to be in Alabasta 2? That's what I'm thinking. That he plans to follow them? I'm sure, I think that's what it was setting up, yeah. Okay, yeah. They, they've been doing a lot of really good pacing of just like, every now and then they'll sprinkle a little bit of Alabaster's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Mr. <laughs> Zero is this huge deal. He's one of the Shishibukai and that's where he is and Luffy wants to kick his ass. Um, yeah. And now Smoker wants to be there, and we know how cool that was the first time. Yeah. And let's see. They, they, it makes think that he's dead, and they basically coerce them into, uh, after talking it out with Vivian and everything, coming to terms that, hey, they're not bad guys. They're just there to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they release the horrible news that there aren't any doctors in this land. 
Except for one? Just the one. Because the the previous king outlawed doctors? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think there was, he had a couple doctors that were exclusively to tend for him. Like, he took all the yeah. doctors. Yeah, they mentioned that in there. In one of the flashbacks that Wapol outlawed all doctors, <laughs> except for 20 of them to be his own personal, personal doctors. Can you, can you imagine, like, all right, so I know you said you didn't want to get political on this podcast, but, all right, <laughs> hypothetically, um, if Donald, all right, so Donald Trump, what if he just decided that, like, um, everyone of a certain profession was just not allowed to do it except for for him? Like, especially and like, if, like doctors, like you can, yeah. I'm the only person who can be seen by doctors now in the whole country. I, I get his, uh, Walpole gave his reasoning behind it too, which it makes sense in a stupid, like, <laughs> tyrant way. He's like, if I control healthcare, they have to come and beg, for, beg for my help if they want to be healed. Yeah. So they'll, they'll succumb to anything I want. It's like. That makes sense. We'll, yeah. we'll give in because you you have control of their livelihood. God, I love that phrase. If I control healthcare, <laughs> I will have everyone in the palm of my hand. It's great. Um, yeah, so so yeah, that's Walpole then? He's in control? Is that yeah. is already established? The, the, uh, the head of the guard basically lets uh, Luffy and them know that... Um, oh, is that Dalton? Yeah, Dalton. Dalton's cool. He lets them know that the only doctor available is the witch lady, and that she's up on top of on top of the mountain in a in a castle, and that uh, they're gonna have to hike a mountain with carnivorous rabbits. That yep. that will attack you in groups. Mm -hmm. And also something I thought was it's just nice how they set up little environment things like hiking bears. I want to hang out with a hiking bear. Yeah, they're so cool, right? <laughs> it's just a, it's a giant, like, 20-foot bear with a pickaxe who you just bow to him when you're walking up the hill. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Super casual. Um, Yeah, I love... It's just it's such a well, like, detailed universe. Like, that never disappears. Um, So that's, that, that's a good thing to look forward to. Luffy and Sanji go up the hill with Nami strapped to Luffy's back. Mm. While uh, Zoro, meanwhile, is training in the cold conditions to make himself stronger. That, yeah. <laughs> Doing his his goofy, like, swinging a giant, like, barbell with 100-pound weights on it. Yeah, that's great. Those get progressively <laughs> bigger, but he continues to do it. <laughs> at, the, at this point, I think it's episode 80, actually, that does it. Yeah. Um, that... Isn't there, like, a scene where the witch, like, walks into town? Yeah, that's the next episode where, oh, okay. as, they're, as they're hiking up the hill, I was, it, this whole thing turned into, like, a weird, almost switcheroo moment, mm. where, like, as Luffy, Sanji, Nami are going up the hill, um, it's showing that uh, the witch lady is actually in a different town, attending mm. to someone, and there's a strange reindeer with her. Having my prior knowledge of knowing who Chopper is, that was confusing to see. Like, I just knew him as either you, you, Jojo oh, okay. or the little cute kid-looking reindeer. Yeah, okay. I didn't, I didn't really know the extent of what his uh, power was. Double Fruit did. Okay. And so you, but you, so it, you saw it and you were like, I think that's Chopper? Yeah, well, she, she calls him Chopper. Oh, she does? Okay, yeah. cool. 
the hat the hat probably gives it away too. Yeah. Because if you if you know the the sort of um imagery of Chopper, like that hat is yeah iconic. I have one. Um, it's great. I have all right. So now's now's my quick little gush moment. I have two Chopper figures on my desk. Um, and then also on display uh, on my bookshelf is the the hat and a plushie. Mm. Um, and that's I have some more stuff. I have like a, a snapback version of the hat, um, which is hilarious and great. Uh, but Chop, Chopper's really good. Um, we'll we'll expand more on that as we yeah. go along. Um, but yeah, so they're in town there, and then Luffy and them are at the the castle. There's I think it's is it like the cliffhanger of the episode or something where. Um, they get to the, the castle, and then we see, um, the witch lady and Chopper in, like, a, in the, in the town. Um, it, it shows them in the town, and then it also, it, the end of this episode, the end of that one was, uh, it showed Wapo landing back on the island, and, uh, Dalton, like, attacks, tries to fight Wapo. With hit and he turns into an ox. Okay. Which I, which I can was assumed was devil fruit powers. Mm. And they showed a the um mm. twenty MDs is what they're referred to as. They're like a group where he basically takes out Wapple and then the twenty doctors just like march out and fix him up immediately. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> all in their like complete pink. Surgeon suits with the masks, mm-hmm. they, like the scrub hats, and they they all walk with like their hands up in front of their face, like they mm-hmm. just like they just put on the rubber gloves. Yeah, they're just they're walking really caricatures. Goofy, like a goofy sequence. Mm-hmm. I and mean, then, I guess that expl- that explains a lot because like Luffy has the ability to just knock him out immediately. Yeah. Like, how does he control the country? <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Usopp and Vivi are like riding are riding over to the next town to where the witch is because because she's because they heard she's over there so they're going to tell her to go up to the mountain and she's heading back from that town to somewhere else where she runs into Zoro and Zoro calls her an old lady so she beats him up <laughs> which that gag is I wish she joined the crew cuz that was a that's a very good gag you just wish you could see that all all the time yeah (laughs) and then well isn't she like ridiculously old though she's like a hundred she uh, she says like i'm still 150 years young or something (laughs) like that and then while uh luffy and sanji are going up the hill they're attacked by those carnivorous rabbits and Mm. the first ones are like just little baby ones and he they basically beat it up because it's annoying not because they're actually like in any threat, which yeah. is funny, and then they come across that it turns out that one's just like a little baby one, and mm. they're and like the big ones come, yeah. Then they fight like a huge crowd of them, which then Sanji uh, basically tells Luffy he'll do the fighting because if Luffy takes a hit or starts fighting, Nami will basically be getting the brunt of it. Yeah, um, and while they're all scattered, um, there's a massive avalanche that basically engulfs the whole town. Um, takes yeah, I, out. I remember the avalanche pretty vividly. Kind of fills the whole town. Takes, kind of takes out everyone. Makes things even more confusing. 
Um, they presume that Dalton is dead because right before the avalanche he got pretty badly injured from uh, one of the guys that was that's on Wapple's side. Oh, yeah. chess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of like reading these recaps as you talk to sort of catch myself up as well. Because um, this is... I, I got into the habit of preparing and then this time I didn't. So I'm sort of like, oh, yeah, you can just do all the talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, chess is... Doesn't he have a pretty goofy design? Chess is the guy who looks like a playing card. Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's the avalanche. Um, Luffy's carrying two people now. <laughs> yeah, Sanji basically got injured from that. From fighting the Lappin is what the mm. carnivorous bunny people are called. And Luffy's carrying both of them up the mountain then after the avalanche. Which uh, is, is Luffy still wearing shorts? I, I don't... I think he's... Still wearing shorts. I think he has like a coat on or something like that. I know he has. No, I think he just has like a fuzzy vest or something. Yeah, it's still it's still a sleeveless vest, but it's fuzzy. Yeah, it's like a windbreaker. (laughs) (laughs) And then after the avalanche, there's a nice scene of uh, one of the baby lapins is like crying, trying to wake up its parent, and then Luffy saves both of them, pulls them up out of the snow and saves them. Which, uh, I also want a plush Lapin. Those things are cute as well, though they're also probably terrifying. Mm. I love the Lapins. They're really good. <laughs> and then, they're, uh, he's climbing up the mountain. Basically, Waffle catches up to them, but he, the Lapin helped, basically, Luffy get away from them. He's climbing all is, the way... Is that, is that because, like, because he saved them, they were like, oh wait, this person is good? I think that's what's implied there. Basically, okay. they help him out because um, he saved them, so they're like, oh, we don't. We should probably thank him and help him out in this way. And then as Luffy's, like, climbing up, and what's... This is just the first of, like, sad emotional scenes. Luffy's climbing up, like, the, the top of the mountain with, like... You can tell he's exhausted, like, wind beating on his face. Like, yeah. with both of them hanging off him, and, like, when he slides down the mountain, there's just, like, his fingers sliding down, there's, like, blood going everywhere, and it's painful mm-hmm. and sad. And, and like, he's, yeah. He cares, he cares so much. <laughs> and as he's, like, crew. basically, he's about to fall right when he reaches the top, and then the Jojo deer saves him. Mm, yes, Jojo deer. <laughs> uh... <laughs> he sees it in, like, a quick glimpse, and uh, pulls him up, and that's the end of that episode. Super buff reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> the next episode it takes place in the castle mainly, right? Yep. It shows it was a. Uh, it has Nami waking up and uh, seeing Chopper, which is <laughs> which confuses her. Uh, that there's like a weird reindeer looking at her. There's also. Is this, is this his like tinier form? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I love that he's basically introduced in this form with that like weird little signature thing where he's like half hiding behind the wall. Yeah, that I, um. I like that. That's that's a cute thing that he does is like hiding behind things, like just mm-hmm. poking out and staring. Yeah. Um, and in, in that episode, like uh, the doctor who most of them refer to as Doctorine because that's what Chopper calls her. Yeah. Um, what is her name though? Uh, Kureha. I'm, oh yeah. I'm not good at pronouncing names like that, but Doctorine. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what Chopper and um, Nami call her, and then everyone else is like, like Luffy basically calls calls her Doctor or Witch. <laughs> mm. And there's the, I, I love that while Sanji and Luffy are in there, there's the constant 
trope of her, like, constant joke, like, gag, them calling her old and her hitting mm-hmm. them and getting mad. So, <laughs> there's something I, I think, like, her des- character design kind of confuses me. Like, it... While you talk about it, I'm going to look it up. Because I feel like um, when he was, Odo was drawing her, he's like, all right, time to draw another pretty, curvy, big, booby lady. And just, <laughs> then made her old. Well, he he then like as like I this is I, I feel deep criticizing like this, but I mean it more in like a funny way of him like he th- he he draws all the female characters like the body first, he's like yeah she's gonna look so so hot, and then mm-hmm. he's like oh shit I said she's a witch, so he just gives her like a grandma witch face. He's like done, yeah. <laughs> did it. Because <laughs> that's what her design feels like. Because she dressed like every other pretty much every other uh, female character we've encountered now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with an old lady head. She's young spirited. <laughs> oh, and the subs I was re- and the subs is saying she was like a hundred she's like a hundred fifty something, but uh the wiki says she's one thirty nine. Oh, okay. That's still really old. <laughs> yeah, still pretty old. Uh <laughs> and then Nami isn't surprised by Chopper at all. She's not like scared of him or anything. She's just like, Oh hey, it's it's just a reindeer kid. Yeah, no big deal. Both of both her they they explained to Nami that she has to stay there for a few days for her recovery, and mm-hmm. throughout the rest of this arc, she's like, "No, I have to go. My uh, if if I stay here for two days, it might be too late for us to go and save Alabasta. Like, too yeah. bad, you gotta stay here." <laughs> and uh, N- Luffy and Sanji wake up, and in their uh like days, they just assume. Oh, there's a reindeer. We can have food. Oh no! <laughs> and they just chase multiple scenes of them chasing Chopper around, wanting to make food out of him. Yeah, and I think I think that stays a gag for a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, for a while. It's just it's kind of like it's a fun opposite to like the other thing that happens with Chopper is people thinking that he's a monster, so they're like chasing him off in anger. They're just hungry. Mm-hmm. No, they just want to eat some. It's, an in- it's interesting, like parallel. Yeah. While they're doing that too, um, basically, uh, uh, the doctor explains to Nami like what kind of part of his past to start this one out. That he's uh, he's a blue nosed reindeer who already, when he was just a regular reindeer, was left at the back of the packs because of his blue nose. And he didn't then... get to play any reindeer games. Yeah. Oh. I wonder if this was written around Christmas time when he when this arc happened. <laughs> it's possible. I, I don't know the manga. Um, it started airing in August of two thousand one and ended airing in December. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty well timed, I think, as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Um, I'm not positive about the manga at all, but because with like the reindeer. The, discolored nose and mm. like the whole wintry thing kind of fit in with that yeah i, I mean it's definitely it's definitely like strong referencing of it um, yeah at the least <laughs> and mentions that like he ate the human human fruit mm-hmm. which... yeah so they haven't used the word yet of zone they do it in this art yeah i wrote um, that down yeah the the type of devil fruit that's based on animals but yeah. what's interesting is the first one that we see, unless you count Dalton, um, yeah. the first one that you see 
technically was an animal that ate the human fruit. Which, yeah. the fact that there's a human fruit <laughs> is so confusing to me. I'd like to um, know what, what would happen if, like... But if, you, if a human ate the human fruit? <laughs> you just can't swim. That's the only thing that changes. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting how they sort of create this type of devil fruit and immediately they fuck with it. Yeah. Um, like, right from the get-go. Uh, <laughs> which is just, that's very, very in tune with how One Piece sort of handles its yeah. weird rules around powers and abilities. But, uh, yeah, so he ate the, um... Human, the, human. The human-human the fruit, which makes him even weirder. Um, yeah. and then he has it's, these couple different forms he can switch between. Yeah, in his, like, kind of hu- more human form, he's... Well, even even as like a his like more reindeer form, he's outcast from there because he's obviously not a reindeer. And mm-hmm. then, in his human form, he tries to go into the village and talk to them, like his most human form. And yeah, they but just he's think he's like and a, furry. Yeah, they just think he's like a yeti, which he does kind of just mm-hmm. look like a bigfoot. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, he's, he ends up being most comfortable in that weird little chibi form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And it, it's. Such a good design. Really sad. This whole thing is just really sad. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is when his backstory starts. Then. So it's it's already sad that you know he was he was not allowed to play the reindeer games, and couldn't um, be accepted in society. He was shot at and almost died. Yeah, and it's not like Rudolph where he can be exploited for his weirdness, (laughs) Um, uh, which (laughs) which allows them to overcome how weird he is. It's because they can. It's valuable for them. Chopper doesn't have that. Um, I've never so, that. like that. Oh, it's yeah. It's we we will shun you until we can exploit you. Um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a really good commentary on uh, society. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, poli- <laughs> politics aside. Um, uh, yes, we we get into his backstory and um, uh, Hill Hillook. Yeah, so it's it's probably the most fucked up thing that Oda Oda's written so far. I don't know. Nami's backstory is really sad too. It's they're they're two different kinds of sad. And I was thinking about this last night because I knew mm. we have to get into this. Like, I'd say Nami's is more like fucked up, and Chopper's is more just sad, just heartbreaking. Yeah, and and we'll we'll get to the particular scene that's heartbreaking. Like, but with um. The, with Nami's, it's fucked up because hers is just like through like abuse and like manipulation, yeah. and it's just that's like kidnapping, gut wrenching, painful. And then yeah. with, with Chopper's, like he's it's just he's got shot at, and he's kind of walking through the the forest, horribly injured, mm-hmm. and basically he's about to get killed, and Hero Luck saves him. Um, mm-hmm. and to he's scared of him initially because he's scared of humans, and. Yeah. He he basically introduced he 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 like pulls out this weird gun thing that actually just kind of that kind of patches him up and helps him with it and it's like a tranquilizer thing to shoot the other guys I believe that were chasing after him. And Chopper well, wait, he was... so 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 Blizzard stole this. He was the original Anna. <laughs> yep. Because it because his gun heals good people and <laughs> hurts bad people. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Okay, carry on. <laughs> and then he ba- to to get Chopper to like me. He's like, "Hey, I'm I'm a good guy. I'm Doctor Philok. I won't ever shoot you." 
which sets up for more sad. But I, mm-hmm. I, I get where almost all of it was coming from when it explained. And basically, he spends after that he he spends time with uh, Kirilluk, and mm. it just has nice montages of them uh, fighting and having fun like kind of a family. And Kirilluk explains to him why he has the pirate flag on the wall, which mm. is the setup for the most heartbreaking thing. Yep. <laughs> um, he, he, so wh- how does how does he phrase it? It's like the way he explains is like the. Chopper asks him about pirates. He's like, pirates are super cool. They raise the flag of a skull, basically saying that, basically saying that nothing can stop them. Like death is the only thing that'll keep me from achieving my goals. And any man who waves the flag in the face of anything is a powerful, strong man. Mm-hmm. And cherry blossoms are in there because he tells the tale of a thief who is deathly ill and no one can mm-hmm. heal him. But after he saw the cherry blossoms, he was reinvigorated. And, and filled like, with it, life, and was able it's a to weird continue. miracle that saved his life. Yeah, that basically kept him from kept him from dying and gave him hope to live. Uh, Chopper is he gives Chopper a hat, and oh, he gives him the name Chopper as well. He's just like, oh, since you Tony, don't have Tony Tony Chopper, I'll give you Tony Tony Chopper. It's a really cool name, yeah. isn't it? I think Oda really likes repetition. Hmm. That after Chopper's all healed and everything, he's out of nowhere. Here, luck is seems kind of like cold to him for whatever mm. reason. Tell, tells him that since he's healed anymore, he doesn't have any obligation to put up with him, be around him. So he sends him out, and Chopper does. After like he throws Chopper out, he does the Chopper does a horrible like heartbreaking kid thing where he kind of hurts himself. He's like, "See, I'm injured. You can, we can still be together." We can still oh my God. be friends, and it's and basically to reinforce the point, he pulls out a gun and shoots at mm-hmm. him, which traumatizes him, and it's like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? And it cuts to him. He like finishes his uh, research and goes off to uh, Kureha in her like weird tree hut because they're the only two doctors around. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that he's like a quack doctor. Yes. Like, the scene where he's introduced is really funny, where, like, it's it's after pretty much all the doctors have been outlawed. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the 20 MDs. Pops up in someone's sick, someone's house while they're sick, and the guy's like, oh god, no, please don't treat me. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather just be sick than have you help me. Mentioned something about everyone he helped basically just dies later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true of all doctors. Yeah. <laughs> and... He gives him, like, a potion thinking it would work, and it just turns him into a frog, kind of. Like, makes it, turns him green and makes him act like a frog. And he just confronts with uh, Kureha, like, man, you aren't going to stop being a quack doctor. It's just us two left. And after he, like, when he's in her hut explaining to her, like, he's basically asking how much longer he has to live because he has some unexplained illness. Knows that he uh, doesn't have much longer to live. And Chopper mm. overhears this, so... He starts studying through the books because he heard about uh, a miracle mushroom that can heal anything. And after he's going through, he, he goes through this horrible journey of um, trying to find it. He, he comes across his old reindeer pack and gets into a fight with them. Um, and he comes back to uh, Hiralux's hut and is like, hey, I found this mushroom. It'll be able to save you. The I think he calls it like the Amiaduke mushroom. And... He, he He's, like, all bloody and, like, battered from his trek to try and find the mushroom, because apparently it's supposed to be really rare. And 
unbeknownst to us, it's not as uh, good as we think it is. Oh you know, no! He ma- he makes the soup for he makes the soup out of it, and he he drinks it, and um, he he also apologizes for losing one of the books. But since he's so moved by his uh, fl- like all he went through to get in the mushroom, he makes the soup out of it and drinks it anyway. Mm-hmm. And basically, he climbs up the mountain. Because he's finished his research and he hears that there's something wrong with the 20 doctors. Mm-hmm. Because it's a fake thing made up by Wapole for... I couldn't really understand his reasoning behind it. He just kind of said, oh yeah, all the doctors are sick. It's an, it's a crisis. None of them could treat uh, each other for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it has something to do with their the oath the doctors take. Hippocratic oath. They can't operate on other doctors or mm. something. Sure. <laughs> and he's climbing up. As he's climbing up the mountain, um, Kuriha, like, comes into there and starts talking to Chopper, like, where is he? What's going on? They, and Chopper explains that he, sa- he saved him and that, the, that he's going up the mountain to um, cure the, the 20 MD because he, he thinks that if he can cause cherry blossoms to grow in, these, in this cold, like, wintry island, mm-hmm. that the whole nation will be cured because it's sick. Mm-hmm. The way they close out this arc is, like, the perfect continuation of yeah. that. Like, ending to that whole thing they set up. Chopper shows the mushroom to her, like, See, I found this mushroom that cures everything. Um, and she slaps him, because she knows what it is. Yeah. And he's like, I, I saw it in the book, that it's good. And he, like, he pulls out the book that he thought he lost, opens it up to the page, and mm-hmm. it's just the skull and crossbones. And you're just, like, on the floor crying. Yeah, you're done. Because <laughs> Chopper thought the skull and crossbones was a good thing, here, like, explain to him about the how it, the pirates and Skull and Crossbones mm-hmm. their thing since he's just a um he doesn't he doesn't really know he doesn't know anything about medicine yet yeah and also it's it's worth noting how young Chopper is um yeah he's the youngest character I think that we've we, met we can he was shown to be like a, a already kind of like young reindeer so we can assume he's like a very small child yeah I think his I don't know at this point how old he would be in current time. Um, for the rest of the arc, I think he's, like, 12, mm. um, as far as, like, you would judge a human's age. Yeah. I don't really know how that translates in the nitty-gritty, but, <laughs> um, yeah. so he's probably, like, at, like, eight. Yeah. He has to be, like, pretty young. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, he doesn't know. He's just trying to help. Mm-hmm. And, and the doctor, like, I... Th- the doctor, I think part of also why is because he's like, well, I'm gonna die anyway. This kind of just so I'm gonna like this gives this kind of gives more urgency if I'm gonna be basically. He went through all this trouble to get me this, taking off a month or two or whatever because the the witch doctor lady didn't give him much time anyways. Mm-hmm. So, and as he's climbing up, he reaches the top of the hill where it turns out everyone's okay. Um, someone let Wapole know that he was climbing up there, and since he's one of the doctors on the loose, he wanted to either kill him or exile him or whatever. And mm-hmm. at the top of the hill, he's like, oh, everyone's okay. He kind of, like, breaks down crying as he looks sickly, and he, he like, he's pouring himself a drink, so he's like, well, I thought I could cure everyone. I was gonna help everyone out. He mentions that it's not, so, like, death isn't what stops someone like, people live on as long as they're remembered, and uh, Dalton's, like, tearing up crying at it because he's mm-hmm. <laughs> he's wondering if the same's for the country because he brings up that Wapole, uh father was a good leader, and Wapole's mm-hmm. just a complete shit. <laughs> yep. 
And it's just... This is the most horrible, sad backstory. It's... It's pretty sad. <laughs> like... It's really sad. Like... <laughs> I had to... Uh, I, like, had to stop, but I was like, I... I... I'm done for a little bit. This is too much. <laughs> yeah, like, Hillowick being, like, so touched by the Chopper's, like, actions to be, like, like, weird, like, not even to, like, scold him or even, like, explain it that he was just like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna, like, motivate him. Yeah. That he, you <laughs> I'm know, gonna show him has that this passion. Everything can be cured. And that's kind of mm-hmm. the message that he gives to uh, Chopper is that no matter what, anything can be cured. <coughs> Don't give up. Because mm-hmm. he, he was working for like 30 years to try and figure out how to make cherry blossoms in the hills. Which he said he said he figured it out. And he gave he like showed the dust to uh, Kuriha and everything. And after you're all done crying mm-hmm. um, over the backstory, um, turns out uh, Wapol is up at the big castle. It has kind of like a fun fight sequence. I have to. I have to take a breather. I from almost crying. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. It's terribly depressing. Um, <laughs> God, I, I'm. I'm probably better off that I didn't watch that movie to to refresh myself. <laughs> um, welcome to the saddest episode of the podcast. That's not true. Um, there will be sadder. Um, <laughs> And I, I, I think it gets progressively sadder every backstory. I was gonna say this is a complete side thing, but I, I was, I've heard that right before the time skip, something horrible happened. <laughs> oh no! Oh, let's not talk about that yet. Um, yeah, because I know there's a time skip, and someone's like, "Yeah, it's it's pretty awful." Ooh, let's not talk about that. I unfortunately, actually, I was spoiled on that, um, mm. and it. So it didn't hurt as bad? It still hurt. Oh, man. Oh, it was still bad. Um, I think yeah. I think that was April when I got to that point. And um, mm. I remember like just like sitting there like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Because it's... Um, man, I can't really spoil anything. But let's just say something happens and it sucks. And then it's like, you know what you need? Backstory to give you more context so it sucks more. Oh, and, and then the, And then the time skip happens. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of sadness to come. Um, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, One Piece is really, really good. That's, that's going to be the ending statement for me on this topic. <laughs> Uh, yeah. so we've, we've like, yeah, we've gotten through most of the arc, um, and most of yeah. our normal run length of the episode. So now there's basically just, now it's like the fighting chunk, right? Yeah, it's the, it's the fighting chunk of the arc, which, the, while there's not much going on, I do, I did like, um, that one guy on Waffle's side can throw afros at people. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like he, that's what it looks like. He just throws, he just throws like, big chunks of his hair because he also has a big afro. Mm-hmm. I think Oda really <laughs> likes afros, just just based on his name is uh, <laughs> Kuromarimo. Oh yep, okay. 
Yep. And also, maybe it's something I missed and you're aware of, but they, I didn't really see a reason why they were at sea as pirates, like Wapole and at all his military. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, I'm not really sure either. I, or maybe I knew it at some point. I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, because he's like the son of the like he's the current king because of the lineage. Yeah. And then he's also, I guess, a pirate for some reason. Basically, when he was uh, ruling over the kingdom until the Blackbeard pirates arrived. Oh. And, and they they did mention some stuff with that at the end of this arc about the Blackbeard pirates. And then. Um, yeah, they do. Wapole, Wapole, and everyone were like, "Hey, um, we're uh, you guys can deal with this. We can't fight the pirates. Bye." And abandon Dalton and the rest of the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I remember. I it's it's weird because I I completely missed it when I watched it my first time. Um, the mention of Blackbeard, and it, it probably was just well, like, I, I, okay, that's that's a pirate name, whatever. Yeah, they brought it up like right at the last episode of the arc, which get to after. God, I can't fucking believe they mentioned Blackbeard that early. Yeah, like um. God, I can't. Oh man, I'm just having like a, a, like a bunch of weird revelations <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, as they start the fight with like Wapole's subordinate guys, there's a really cool thing where Sanji's like, "Hey Luffy, grab onto my leg," because Luffy runs to grab a coat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he grabs onto uh, Sanji's leg and he just launches him. Yes. At at uh at the two for. For like a combination attack, and if that's not an attack you can do in a One Piece game, motherfucker <laughs> developers do it. Yeah, um, that's a good. Point. On a side note, we should do a do a let's play on a One Piece game. A One Piece game? I don't. I mean, the only One Piece game that I really enjoy um, is Pirate Warriors Three. I haven't played the first two. Um, I played Grand Battle when I was a kid, and it is not that great. Um, is that like the Power Stone ripoff one? I don't know what Power Stone is, but um, oh, <laughs> it's it's sort of like just this weird arena fighter where you're tiny and chibi, and I don't like it. Um, mm. but yeah, so we we're getting a bit off <laughs> of um, yeah. so yeah, there's the the, the Wapple fight, and it's well, it's kind uh... of like the the fighting itself. I don't like remember it being super important, like. Wapple, no. Wapple's power were, is cool, they, and we get to see the Rumble Ball. They revealed stuff. Like, Wapple's power is everything. He, he's like, I ate a bunch of cannons today. He's like, why the fuck would you eat cannons? <laughs> why are you telling us yeah. that? Because he says he, he ate one that was covered in butter, and then one raw. Which I don't know how you have a raw cannon. <laughs> it doesn't have, it's not covered in butter. <laughs> <laughs> and that he reveals, like, everything I eat. Uh, I becomes a part of me and he turns into like this weird fortress thing and then he eats his subordinates mm-hmm. and they combine yeah sort of it's they like combine and then walk out of him like he's a, a fortress in an rts yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and it, it's funny because that sort of vaguely reminds me of a slightly different power way later on but um and yeah, it's 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 interesting how he has this power. It's like everything I eat can be can become a part of me, which is already bizarre. And then yeah. they sort of 
immediately turned on its head where it's like, yeah, his power can be used to combine two people. Um, <laughs> and, and it basically just looks like both of them sit, like one sitting on the other's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And Chopper fights with them, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I like the the rumble it ball. Showed, like all of, yeah, because all of Chopper's transformation work. That's where they mentioned the zone type okay. for the first time. Yeah, where he, they're like, "Haha, we can beat you. We know about three zone type forms." Mm-hmm. And after he eats the rumble ball, he turns into like this big puffball mm-hmm. form. And he's like, "Hey, this is a medicine that can be used to disrupt the devil fruit." Like frequency, whatever it does to your body, yeah. and and all I can say is that like holy shit, they're gonna do so much cool stuff with things like that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's actually interesting, also, which it's it's not really a spoiler, but there's sort of techniques you can learn to do that without like any medicine. So the fact that Chopper sort of figured it out with medicine is like brilliant. Um, which I mean, it's just kind of like you'll have that revelation later too, but um. Yeah, it's really good how he does that. And, um, you know, when you get that time skip where everybody trains and he sort of um, levels up his uh, <laughs> his his use of medicine that fucks with the devil fruit is, is incredible. Because he mentions he's found, like, four more forms he can use. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think the three forms he has are, like, that cute, cheaty kid reindeer yeah. human thing. And then a Buff regular boy. reindeer form. And then mm. JoJo. <laughs> yeah, and then um, yeah, because I know he un- unlocks what is it the, the defense one, which is like the the full puff, and yeah. I think he has like, is it arm point where it's like just his arms are buff, but he's fast or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying not to confuse them with. I I don't, I don't <laughs> think he has. He gets a couple new ones, but they're so obviously different that like i'm like there's no way it's either of those two but um yeah yeah chopper's so great i love his power and i love his <laughs> everything about him has he i don't know if it's happened yet has he been complimented yet oh um, yeah okay when he was in a like he's they're like wow you're really good at medicine or whatever he's like oh what are, what are you doing uh complimenting like me like that you think i want a compliment from a dumb human as he's like smiling yeah, and blushing like and dancing. smiling blushing it's like oh you asshole you, you think i wanted to be complimented um it's one of my favorite character traits um it's so good uh yeah so chopper's powers are really cool um wapple's power is interesting i think at least um yeah especially when like as chop chopper's fighting the combo guy he waffle like sneaks in mm-hmm. and everyone else is like oh man what chopper's doing is so cool they don't they don't notice that waffle just walks into the castle mm-hmm. <laughs> also something that luffy shows his uh his super cool stoicness that comes out like mm-hmm. uh waffle wants to take down the flag that hero luck had that they yeah planted on top of the castle he's like i don't want that quack idiot doctor's flag on my castle and luffy basically just goes up there and keeps it from being shot down yeah multiple times mm-hmm. after waffle sh- forms a cannon out of his mouth and shoots it yeah <laughs> as as he tends to do um <laughs> and it's it's cool yeah. for it's a cool thing with luffy that it's like hey this is this is something people believe in you're being an asshole don't do that yeah it's like that i think that's that's the point where it sort of switches from 
like normal Luffy to like I'm going to hurt you very badly. <laughs> I'm going to kick yeah. your ass, Luffy. Um, and and you'll what? you'll get really good at catching when that happens. I think if you're not already. Uh, and well, Wapple's in the castle. Like Luffy's chasing him down, and Wapple eats himself. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember this. Yeah. Because as, yeah. as soon as you said that, I was like, "Is that isn't that Cream's power in part three of JoJo? Uh, <laughs> immediately, he, like, he's like, well, this is my only secret move I can do left. And he just eats himself, and he turns into, like, a bucket on the floor, and then he pops out as Thin Wapple, which he's just faster, basically. Mmm. That's stupid. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> and and he like pulls out this ridiculous looking hippo gatling gun with like a crown shades. Yeah, of course. And tries to shoot it, but since it's been in the snow for so long it doesn't work. And there's a bunch of nests of snowbirds in there. Mm -hmm. Then it flashes to a uh, chopper basically about to like beat up a uh, Sanji and Luffy for trying to shut the door because the nest was on because it's cold, but the nest was on top there. Shows that Chopper cares about even the little guy. Because mm. he's the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, as he's, he basically has Wapple cornered, and Wapple's like, hey, I'm, I'm part of the world government. This is, you can't do this. He's like, yeah, I told you I'm a pirate. This doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. It's just that Luffy has, like, I, we, I, we brought this up, I think, in the first episode, too, mm. that, that, like, while he's he has good intentions, he's still, like, a pirate. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he his good intentions when it comes to him and his friends. If you're if you're a bad guy, bad guy isn't pushed in like navies of bad guys, pirates are good guys like that. It's like there's good and bad people in both and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he sends Wapole flying and Chopper knocked out the other guy, so everyone's saved and it's it's very nice. Everyone's happy and saved. Yeah. Um meanwhile while all this was happening, um Zoro, uh Usopp Vivi and Dalton were all climbing up the mountain, mm -hmm. and through on like a weird uh, rope thing, and they made it up after everyone was saved. So that that that's something that I'm hoping is remedied in the Alabasta arc is that everyone does something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Because that's been kind of the thing with it's the little garden. Sanji was just kind of like, there. yeah, he. <laughs> Not, not even there. He's off. Oh yeah. Something. Not he, even there. He popped in at the end because he, uh, he answered the phone call in the hut, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then in this Zoro was kind of out training and got knocked out, and mm -hmm. he's kind of off doing his thing. Yeah. So, um. And, and Usopp, Usopp, hmm? Usopp doesn't do anything. But yeah, Usopp's <laughs> kind of there in the town to protect mm -hmm. Vivi. <laughs> sure, he could protect Usopp. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of these arcs are sort of like, you know, I don't want to make a lot of villains just for the sake of there being villains. So yeah. he, he does this sort of like focus area separation thing. Um, and I'm pretty confident in saying that Alabasta has a large enough cast that that isn't a problem. Um, and there's also a lot of like teamwork stuff, I think for the first time. Um, so I, th I think you're going to love Alabasta. I know you've seen a couple episodes of it already. Um, yeah, but a uh, long time ago with four oh. kids, which that's that. I mean, I have to bring up the obligatory. How do you explain that a reindeer accidentally killed his father figure? Yeah, and that 
Also, something I forgot to mention is that Hirlik had a bunch of bombs strapped to him and kind of <laughs> blew himself up on top of yeah, the hill. Yeah, that's cool. I'm sure that would totally fly <laughs> on American television. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. The, the, er, the next earlier I was talking about um, like a sad scene with like Luffy being sort of had like... I don't know the word I'm looking for, but sort of like blunt and silly, but like deeply caring. Yeah. And that that scene is the one that I'm thinking of when Chopper is trying to say goodbye, because um, they're leaving. Oh, yeah. Um, what specific one? Because there's a bunch of like, well, there's a, there's a couple of things that I thought were per, per, like, are you talking about when he's on the ship? Or? No, I mean like. Um, I, th- I think they're outside of the castle when Chopper's like, oh, I could never actually be on a human crew. Oh. And Luffy yeah. just screams it, at him. Because <laughs> yeah. the whole time he's just, like, enamored by Chopper. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not, he's not scared yeah, he's of like, him. Oh, this is so cool. cool. And he's basically immediately calling him mm-hmm. his friend and that he's going to go on a pirate adventure with yeah. him. Yeah. Which he does to almost everyone. Yes. It's like, no, you come with it, us. To, to the point where it's like... <laughs> It, it becomes a gag, where it's like you you need to stop t- telling people to join your crew. Um, to also to the point where like sometimes he says it to crew members, and it's like that's and, and it's like they haven't joined yet, and you're like, oh, that's probably just like a one off joke, and then they join. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, that's that's one of my favorite traits. He's like, come on, join us, be a pirate. He's like. Have you ever heard of a reindeer being a pirate? That's not possible. And I have a blue nose. Yeah. Duh. It's sad that, like, even though he's gone through other things that people still, that people freak out about him and everyone still, uh, the whole Straw Hat crew's like, hey man, come with us, you're really cool. He's just like, but I have a blue nose, I'm an outcast. And that's, that's kind of what it seems like the whole Straw Hat pirate crew is. A bunch of, like, yep. people who... It, Saying it's like a group of outcasts is like the laziest way to describe any ensemble. It is, but like, <laughs> it's some it's something about the connection with these uh, it, these it's, stories. It's kicked with them, like it's with everything, like with the groups present. It's more of like with the groups presented in the universe, they're more outcasts. Yeah. Like Zoro wants to be the strongest swordsman, and he kind of chose bounty hunting as a method, a way yeah, to get Zoro. Zoro has the least compelling backstory. Um, because it's just sort yeah, of like he just wants to be. The he best. was like, you know, I'm just sad that like, you know, yeah. someone, well, the other person the that wanted to be strong though, isn't. I, the thing that uh, he, it's just little things that I've mentioned though, like he when he was a bounty hunter, like he knew he knows about Burroughs because mm-hmm. he got invited to work with them. He's like, no, I'm not getting involved with something that like sketchy, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, Zoro's yeah. incredible, but more so just like based on what's actually happening in the show. Um, it's yeah. way more, like, core. It's not really, like, sad backstory crafted him into an incredible person. Um, you pretty yeah. much see his main motivation when Dracula kills him. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and Sanji's backstory is sad, and you'll learn more about Sanji as well later on. Um. <laughs> yeah. Nami and Chopper, and then. Uh, <clears throat> I think the saddest backstory, um. God is so so far away. It's actually really hard to rank which one's set, but um, I can't wait until <laughs> you know we can. 
<laughs> I can be like, all right, now that you've seen That'll be... <laughs> or, oh, fucking, like, by the time that we get to where you've seen all the backstories of the Straw Hats now, there will probably be another one. Um, so... <laughs> so, j- just for an estimate for fun, how many episodes has it been for you since someone joined the Straw Hats? Oh, man, let me check the list real quick. Because it's been... It's before the time skip. Um, no one has joined in the time skip where I'm at right now. Uh, although I'm pretty sure I've met the person who is going to join next. I have a very strong theory <laughs> on uh, who the next one's going to be. Um, Alright, so I think it's a roughly like 370 around, around there. Mm. It's, it's in that oh, arc. Wow. It's in the thriller arc. arc. Um, and he's incredible and great. I love him. Uh, and then, yeah, then they basically throw you into here's uh, over 100 episodes of complete fucking bullshit before the time skip. Um, and hmm. man, you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry a lot. <laughs> if 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 Chopper got you, then it's all downhill from here. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Um, what? but yeah. So the, the way it ends was very touching mm-hmm. too, because um, Nami's sick and uh, Doctorine's like, hey, you gotta you gotta pay me for this. And I want everything that's on your ship. All your money, all your cargo, everything. And she asks about Wapol's uh, armory key. And everyone's like, hey, the last I, I heard, I knew about, he had it on him and he went mm-hmm. flying. <laughs> and Nami, which I, I'm, I'm wondering how often, I imagine it's pretty often that she just pulls something like, hey, guess what I have. <laughs> but she pulls out the key and they're like, how'd you get that? She stole mm-hmm. it. And gives gives it to uh to her saying hey saying this is a payment for it yeah and if you give it to you I get to leave early and she's like nope gotta stay here for two days which that doesn't stop them yeah but um after Chopper decides he's going to join the Straw Hat because crew, Luffy tells him to shut up <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's finally found friends which it's something that was mentioned earlier when uh Chopper was formally introduced is what uh Doctrine said. Will you guys be able to fix the like the rip in his heart, basically, mm-hmm. since he's been betrayed by people and he's not very trusting because of all the fucked up stuff that happened yeah. to him? Um, which they they do. It's nice and sweet. Mm-hmm. He, Chopper confronts her like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go become a pirate," and she's like, "No, you're not. Reindeers can't be a pirate." Which it's not in like a no. You have to stay here. It's in like more of a push to get him yeah. to go and do something where he'll flourish instead. Because I also believe didn't um. Here, look, say something about telling Chopper to, like, sail the ocean. Probably. Like, help people, basically. It was, like, a quick thing when they were walking around, I remember. And she's, like, throwing stuff at him, telling him, hey, if you want to become a pirate, you have to <coughs> you have to get through me first. And he's running off with a sled. And that's, like, that's the most Christmassy thing, is when they're, like, all on the sled going down the rope, and Chopper's running it. And all the villagers looking up and seeing, like, what looks like a flying set, sled, and a flying reindeer mm-hmm. up in the air. And I also wrote down Chopper's doctoring. Yeah, Chopper is now doctored. Yeah, so the sleigh rides over and the, the cherry blossoms explode. And yeah, that's Atlas, because he, sh- he says, like, if it, once this pink dust, this red dust merges with the snow, it'll cause, like, pink snow and look like cherry blossoms. And as he's riding off into the like, as they're taking off in the um, sled and everything, is just all the pink snow is falling. 
and everyone's crying because he basically achieved his dream and kind of like his weird quack doctor like cheating it like I, I can't word it correctly but in in his own way he ba- like he made cherry blossoms fall because there's no way he could make them actually happen on the yeah island. but he I mean he did it in his own <laughs> weird sort yeah. of backwards approach <laughs> as yeah. he would oh that's sad <laughs> The last episode of the arc is, even though, like, half of it, I don't understand. It seems to set up a lot, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, it has a flashback of, um, of like, the world government gathering. And they, sh- I, I should have gone back right before this and checked to see what they said about him. But they pulled up a picture, and it looked like the tattoo face guy that appeared behind Smoker with all, like, that green, mm-hmm. crazy lightning and stuff that was going on. Like, that's who it looked like, who I'm pretty sure it was. Wait, and then, what, what, which scene are you talking about? Um, in the flashback that's, that's shown, because uh, Dalton's like, it was something about, like, uh, bas- like, he's talking about when he, basically he saw uh, Vivi when she was very mm-hmm. young, at, like, this world government meeting. Oh, yeah. And Wapole, Wapole's just a complete shit then, mm-hmm. too. It's like, they're at, the, they're at the meeting, and they're like, hey, we should probably stop this pirate. He's a bad guy. Oh, okay. Watch out for him. And Waffle's like, this doesn't pertain to me, I don't care. And uh, Vivi's dad, who's the king of Alabaster, is like, hey, this this isn't, like, this is a serious thing. We need to be paying attention. And later he's like, oh, that's the guy's daughter. So he, he just slaps her. He's like, oops, I slipped. Mm. And she, and, and that's like, I kind of wish they would have shown that sooner because it sets him up to be even worse yeah. than the guy. But, um, and then she's just like, oh, sorry for bumping in. She basically keeps her composure because it's uh, something that is mentioned that like events like that could cause a huge war over stuff like that and it shows her crying with a cry they're basically comforting her everything he's just like wow um like showed a makings of a great leader basically saying that setting up for her and then oh yeah so i don't but I don't really remember the tattoo face guy's name. I just remember him popping up um, at the end of the. Um, they did right before they went to the grand line. Okay, yeah. Um, his name. His name's Dragon. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, yeah, they're talking about him at the the world mm-hmm. government meeting. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which then... is a really important meeting. Not that one in particular, but the fact that those happen um, is super, yeah. super, super big deal. And I cannot wait for it to pay off. Because um, I... I, I... <laughs> and that's something even that... This is a little bit because I know of certain characters. Mm-hmm. But a weird cloaked guy with a hat shows up with the straw hat. With uh, Luffy's wanted poster. Mm-hmm. And he they said he like showed up on the island before Luffy did, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, if you see the straw hat, tell him I'm looking for him. And you'll know who he's talking about. Who he'll like, And he'll know... And he's walking off and like, wait, who are you? And he says, Ace? Mm. And I was like, I know kind of who that okay, is. Okay, yeah. Um, he's, he's, I've he's, seen pictures He's of looking him. for Blackbeard, I believe. Um, uh, and, you know, he knows Blackbeard was there. So he's sort of trying yeah. to follow Blackbeard's trail. Um, and, you know, you'll learn all about this later. And I'm fucking so impressed that this is introduced <laughs> in episode 80. Yeah. And the way, the, there's one thing that I wrote down that, like, was weird that they mentioned, because they say, they say Blackbeard, because Dalton and, uh, the doctor lady talking, and 
they say Blackbeard, they say Gold Roger, like, so that's what they're calling him now. Mm. And then they mentioned something about Luffy and said his will lives on, basically. Yes, alright, so, so it's, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure how it was translated. Um, yeah, because that's what it was, that's what it seemed like then, it seems like. There's this thing called the will of the D, which is. Yeah, that's what they said. So fun to say out loud. Um. <laughs> basically, she reveals that his name is actually Gold D. Roger. Like, um, and yeah. basically, anyone who has that middle initial D, and I, it's sort of weird to think about it in the real world context of like, I mean, you can just give your kid that name, but um, yeah, yeah, it's sort of like, and it's it, it's explained progressively as we go on, but it's sort of this like yeah. um symbol of like stronger people, um, and. It, the the will of D is super important and cool, um, and you'll learn about that more as time goes on. But this is sort of when it's introduced of like ah yes that's that's an important sort of thing and you know Roger had it and um, <clears throat> Luffy has it and blah 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 yeah <laughs> yeah and then I guess there's some other stuff with Chopper and I think we see Mister Two before yeah. the episode's over. They do. So, they basically fill in Chopper on everything that's going mm-hmm. on, which is something I didn't think I'd ever see. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's something that you could probably only really do in One Piece. Yeah, it's like, anyways, now that you've Where, joined, here's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chopper's part of it, like, okay, here's what's going on, here's the explanation of of what we're dealing with, so you know what so so you know what our yeah, goal is. It's like, now that, you've, now that we've convinced right. you to join us, we're gonna fight a Shishibukai. <laughs> And save a country. <laughs> and then they show... And in that explanation, they show Mr. Two doesn't have a companion. Mm. And Mr. Two just makes me uncomfortable. I don't like Yeah, that. I... Alright, so this is... This is... Um, hard, it's hard to explain. And maybe you might understand come, like, 500 episodes from now. Um, but Mr. Two is kind of one of my favorite characters. Um, and I agree that his, uh, his design through all of Alabasta is bad and pretty uh, yeah. man and man in dress trope and uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's wearing makeup ha, ha, and wearing ladies clothes he's effeminate <laughs> um, and he's a bad guy right now um, but um, incredible incredible character and one day hopefully you agree <laughs> um, but yeah so he shows up hey, I don't think he does anything in this episode um, He he's like torturing somebody oh great okay Beating the shit yeah, out of Yeah, he, he's kind of a bad guy when he's in Baroque works, but, you know. Um, as we'll see next time, uh, him and Luffy get along pretty well. So, um, <laughs> because that that's sort of the thing I was talking about before, where it's like, Oda will make these characters that are, like, supposed to be, like, you know, a joke or a punchline or laughed at, and then best friends with Luffy. Um, and it's great. Um We'll talk about it more next time, because you'll actually t- see um, Mr. Two more. Yeah. And there's there's a nice nice scene of, like, they're all, like, celebrating on the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's... It, it's nice that that's, like, the end of every office. Yeah. Let's celebrate. It's, it's nice. And Luffy does this thing... Which I googled it, because it, show, it showed up in Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. too, where he sticks, like, the chopsticks in his nose, and they go down into yeah. his mouth. And he's, like, dancing around. Mm-hmm. Which I couldn't find any, like context in Japanese culture for it. Yeah. At least from a little bit of Googling I did. But I know it shows up, so apparently it shows up quite a bit in one piece. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, basic, basically every kind of, end of arc party. <laughs> and Chopper's just kind of looking on in disbelief while 
um, Usopp's like trying to tell a story about how great he mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah, Cho- uh, Chopper is um, totally buys into it. Is great. He he believes yeah. every word of it. I love it because he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, and while this is going on, like he's just kind of like spaced out, mm-hmm. and Nami's kind of looking at him like, I wonder what's going on, and he's like. Lights up like I've never had this much fun before. Mm. It's like oh, my heart. <laughs> he's, he's such a precious little boy. Mm-hmm. He needs to be protected. He's my son. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that was Drum Island. Super sad, but mm-hmm. super happy ending, I guess. Um, has has a nice conclusion right before we get into Alabasta is. Starts with ninety two and ends at one thirty. Yeah, we are in our so. we are in our first longer arc. Um, it's a doozy. Alabasta is a big deal. A lot of stuff happens. <laughs> um, I'm still not sure how I want to split it up. If it's going to be two episodes or not. Um, <laughs> probably just check in with you when you get halfway through and see how you feel. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, so next time on we are watching One Piece. We get to meet Ace. Um, we get to. <laughs> sort of explore Alabasta, learn more about this country. Um, so uh, I guess I guess to be continued. <laughs>